From Heartland Church in beautiful Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, it's the Heartland Bonus Content Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dugan Sherbandi, Carrie Grimmer, and Brent Decker. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Heartland Bonus Content Podcast. My name is Dugan Sherbandi. I'm here with Carrie Grimmer. Hello. Good morning. And Brent Decker. Good morning. It might not be morning when people are listening. Good right? after. Good day. That good was day. very day. Good day. Dacist. Okay. Let's be sensitive to the time of <laughs> right. day people are right. listening. Uh, we're also joined by Blessin Matthew, our producer extraordinaire, who's off watching YouTube while we do this. <laughs> oh, he says he's working. Okay. Uh, thanks for joining us on this Tuesday or when you, uh, whenever you happen to be listening. Um, beautiful January in Wisconsin. We had the nice little dusting of snow over yeah, the weekend. Yeah, I liked that. I kept being like, mm-hmm. do I have to go clear the driveway? And then the sun would yeah. melt it. Oh, God yeah. bless the sun. Mm-hmm. S-O-N. Whoa, pastor oh. joke. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, okay, well, we've got a great episode today. Uh, we've got a special guest, which we'll get to, uh, we'll get to in a minute. But first, uh, we're going to start out with our first talking point, which is our favorite moment from this past weekend service. This week, we continued with Expectation versus reality, spiritual disciplines, and addition. Whoa, it's not ominous. Doesn't it feel like it just needs that? No, not. It's not like an ominous expectation versus reality. Okay, did you watch Fear Factor last night? What's happening? Remember that show? Yeah, Joe Logan and stuff. Yeah, gross. I loved it. You did. They had to be in the thing with all the centipedes. It would just make me cringe. I loved it. That's like whenever I I have like a like a visceral gag reflex. Whenever I've never ever turned it on, but when I even just see on when I'm browsing cable, when I see. Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, Yep, gross. that's my exact reaction. Oh. I'm like, how oh, is that a show? <gasps> you guys. No, we can't talk about it. I'm going to get it. gross. Okay. I can't talk about it. Can't okay, let, yeah, let's All like, right, focus. so let's talk about our favorite moment from the weekend. Uh, I'm going to go first. So uh, John uh, taught us, which was great. And I just loved how <laughs> he really, I, I, there's not like a specific moment from his message, but the way that he talked about like musical worship uh, being can happen anywhere. I just thought mm-hmm. that was cool that it's like we we tend to think, you know, well, I go to church on Sundays to worship and it's like, yes, that's great. The the corporate communal ga- gathering he talked yeah. about that. But it's like, you know, even him saying in the craziness of life, he just puts headphones on and and has moments of worship and I'm like that's I think so honoring to God that you know, there was a time when it was, you know, the Jewish people had to travel to the temple and it was this very like tangible act mm-hmm. of sacrifice and worship. And yes, that's still appropriate and honoring for sure. But the ability we have now to, you know, through technology and through whatever, put headphones on and have a, a recording of thousands yeah. of people praising the Lord that we can sit on mm-hmm. our couch with craziness going on around us and still have a moment in our hearts of worship, I thought was really cool. I also felt like John challenged me a little bit with how quote unquote messy their house was. You see that where he was, he was like, Dugan said our house is too clean. Let me show you how messy. And then he had to take like a 10 minute journey down to the back storage room that was still kind of organized. I was like, all right, John, if you want to, if you want to play whose house is messy or game on. And he showed my cardboard cutout and didn't really explain where it came from. So funny. He did not explain where it came from. So I'll explain it here. I, I, in like March, no, it was early April. I remember early April. Uh, John and Chris, my my two of my best buds, we was we're talking on the phone and we're like, "Man, gosh, we miss hanging out. This quarantine's weird. It'll probably only last another month, right?" Oh my goodness! Back in March or back in April, <laughs> and they were like, "Yeah, just miss hanging out." And so I had the idea. I was like, "I'm gonna 
buy them both a life-size cutout of myself and That's send it hilarious. to them. And I did. So <laughs> they laughed and their kids hate it is what I hear. Their kids just keep walking into <laughs> rooms. Like, and it's I'm, creepy. And like, ah! It, it kind of looked real. By the way he had it at first, I was like... <laughs> Is Dukin just in their space? What if I was just in their space? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, yeah, that's so, funny. Uh, yeah, it was great. I loved, I loved that idea that, yeah, worship can and should be at, at all points, you know, driving. And Did you see somebody posting on Instagram yesterday? Yes. Where, uh-huh. They were like, John's theory it. worked because apparently they were playing worship music and found a really good parking <laughs> spot. So there you go, folks. That all, that's all it takes. Just, uh, yeah, play some uh, Chris Tomlin. You'll get the great parking spots at Costco. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. awesome. That's so awesome. anyway, that was me. That was my favorite part. Okay, I'll go next. Um, I, you know, I love in this whole series that, you know, it is just more laid back, but I think especially for John this weekend, showing us the, you know, just the different aspects of him and his normal life just makes him just a little bit more normal. You know, people think, uh, yeah, think about um, pastors and, you know, different ways. And he's just a normal guy who loves to worship and just to be able to, for him to show us that way, I thought that was just really cool. But Well, it was cool that he said, I play worship music in my truck and he didn't say, the Pope mobile, which <laughs> right. he normally takes. I'm right. Scared. No, I'm scared. right. But he also said that worship music sets our mind on God and our eyes off things here on earth. And mm. I'm like, gosh, it so does. You know, it can change yeah. your perspective so quickly when you just turn on that worship music and really just focus on him and focus on those words. And I know for me, it, it can really just change so much. And I looked back and, you know, because I take notes every week and I look back at every, um, Every message in this series, so we're on week three, I have in my notes about, you know, it'll change your perspective. So Ashley, week one was about, you know, reading scripture every day and how much that'll just change your perspective. You know, last week was the same thing. You, I had, I had put it on when you talked about that devotion, like it, you weren't, you weren't, you were planted there. It wasn't that, you know, this burden to bear it. So you were planted there for a reason and how much that can change your perspective. And I think that's why, I mean, I feel like every series I'm like, Oh, I just really love this series, but I just, it's, it has resonated with me so much Mm. all three weeks. Um, I'm excited to hear your message this weekend, Dugan, but just real and raw and tangible ways to, you know, grow your faith. And I loved it. Mm. Loved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, love the teaching obviously i think worship is a topic that i enjoy hearing kind of about with, right? i'm kind of yeah. familiar <laughs> about it <laughs> and i i liked a couple of things i liked that um john was really speaking to that because i think that some people when i communicate about it not that people aren't like oh that's cool i do think that some people are like oh you of course like mm-hmm. that is my job and it's what i you know it's what I practice to do. So it was cool to hear a perspective of someone who um, maybe that isn't or just like has no reason other than the fact that there is, um, yeah, the spiritual practice of it. So I thought that was cool. Um, I really loved when he talked a little bit about how um, engaging in worship or worship isn't for him or isn't for the worship leader, but truly it's like this performance. I hate using that word, but bear with me that this performance for Christ, for Jesus, like mm-hmm. he, like our worship is for him. And so I, I just for a moment was like, yeah, even though for some people that is like just standing there and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. seeing the words in their head, not even like letting music come out yeah, for some yeah. people that's like raising their hands for some people that's jumping and dancing. And there's a lot of different ways to do it, but I just was like, Oh, like God is like sees that like, and so it was cool. It was like a cool reminder for me as someone who, um, gets to like lead people and worship through music a lot that 
he's like watching that he like he's yeah. so much in the experience and sometimes you can get a little removed from that so yeah i just loved it i think i'm um interested to hear how people are engaging with that this week because i think a lot of people um maybe not a lot but a good majority of people that is not their primary primarily the way that they connect with the lord we've talked about that before sure. yeah that like music mm-hmm. isn't the number one thing and so um i'm always curious to hear what it is like for someone who maybe it isn't to do that really consistently um and just to see and then my second thing which is kind of random is and silly was just doing the 411 and stuff with hannah yeah. we like oh, yeah, never fun. do any sort of like we do ministry together i guess but we don't ever work together she's in kids yeah right. i'm in you know worship and programming and we just don't really like even commute i mean we literally don't really talk at work. We're both doing our own thing. Yeah, so it was kind yeah. of fun to just be able to do it together. And I mean, it took it us so, so many funny. tries. <laughs> it was, so, it funny. was <laughs> so funny. So that was fun. It was fun to get that's to do cool. that together. And cause we don't get to do that often. Yeah. That's fun. That's Something great. else I want to highlight from the weekend. Um, Brent put together a playlist. So if you're like, I don't know what songs I want to listen yeah. to. That is a great resource. So just head to our website. It's on our homepage. It's under media. It's, it's Spotify. You can find yep, it on Spotify. Yep. You can find yeah. it on Spotify, but it's a great playlist. I've been listening to it and it's mm-hmm. been really fun. And, um, just the idea too that maybe other Heartlanders are also listening to the yeah. same playlist. I kind of like that. Just feel it feels like I have community, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought that was a really great opportunity. And we're still sending out our 30 day emails. So we have a few more weeks. It's still not too late to sign up. And Brent is uh, sending out along with that um, a song a day. So in addition to the playlist, we're gonna have like a special song that goes along with the email. So oh, it's really awesome. cool. Yeah. That's cool. yeah. Yeah, Brent, you do a really good job. I, and John John alluded to kind of both of these, but you just knowing you not only in your worship leader role, but as as a person, that you really illustrate both the that you have a passion for worship, but you also are intentional with the discipline of worship. And I think yeah. you know, both of those sort of go hand in hand. For me, you know, I don't I don't have that same level of passion. Like you said, that's not yeah. my number one way to connect to the Lord. So I I have to be a little bit more intentional with the discipline of it. But then of course there's moments of seasons and seasons where it's like the the passion and the connection with the Lord is much more vibrant. So but I feel like you you again in your leadership and your day to day life show both of those and both I feel like are important and necessary for yeah. honoring the Lord and experiencing that. So that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Great weekend though. One more one yeah. more week. Last week, uh next week. Yeah, was, for uh, the I series. Know, it's been so good. So if you yeah. haven't watched them or all of them or want to catch up, there are so many ways to do it. You could podcast, you can watch the video teaching, you can watch all of worship. Like we have the whole service or little parts of the services. Just go to our website, current series, and you can get to all of those. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of podcasts, we got a couple quick shout outs that, uh, want to talk. I know. Right. Thank you. Uh, so first of all, we got another review from, uh, Robin, which I have not talked about. Robin, thank you so much for the review. It's wonderful. If you've not reviewed or, or rated our podcast, please do. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, and then we got a lovely email, um, last week from Sam. Thank you, Sam, for the email. Loved it. Uh, really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for, um, yeah, all your encouragement. Yeah. And for us, I mean, I, uh, love doing this. This is something that I would have never expected that I'd be able to do in my job is to do this podcast with both of you. I, I it fills my cup up. But then when you well, hear Well this is your last one. So <laughs> make it count. Um but to hear those, you know, comments like it's like, oh we're re- you know, we're reaching people and we're hopefully making them laugh and also just thinking more about the the message and yeah. maybe, you know, 
giving them an opportunity to want to check out Heartland even more. And yeah. so it it's we just love the comments and know that we read them and we're so, so grateful for them. Yep. All right. Well, uh, let's get to our special guest who uh, some of you may have heard of. Um, <laughs> he's credited with inventing the post-it note. He's climbed Mount Everest <laughs> six confirmed times. Okay, not true. Maybe a couple more. <laughs> not true. Uh, he grows his own hair. Not, oh, well, uh, that's true, Yep, I guess. all by himself. Um, uh, we had John McNary sit down with us as our special yeah. guest, so let's get to our interview with John. Lead pastor Jonathan Umbridge McNary. Has joined us here. The crowd. There's a crowd outside. Oh my gosh. The Lied autograph out. hounds are just the paparazzi. Folks, no, we'll be out in no. a minute. Okay. He was shuttled in here by he security. Security. The Learjet is on our tarmac currently. <laughs> from from the five minute drive away. Uh, hi, John. Hey. It's your first time on the podcast. We're so happy you're Welcome. here. Welcome. Thank Reverend, you. Yeah, it's great to be Reverend here. Reverend McNary. The reason we can make fun of you for yes. being so reverent is you're not. In right. the best way possible, you're like, hey, I'm just a normal person. So we we make we have fun with like uh, Pastor John. Yeah. But he does not you don't you don't want us to call you Pat. You're just no. you're John. Yeah. Normal John. Nor- normal oh just that's John. Only normal just- John. <laughs> If people in the church could just say, hey, normal John. <laughs> I like that. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, well, welcome. I like your flannel. That's a nice flannel. Thanks, man. It's cold, cold out. out. Yeah. Cold. Polar vortex it's coming. or something. Polar it's vortex coming. It's coming. <laughs> Um, so we're, so you're here for a bunch of reasons. We love you. You're our lead pastor. We're opening up. The, the yes. So soon. Yes. 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 Couple weeks. Can't so wait. Soon. My goodness. When is that? What's the date of that? February seventh. I love that you look it right at me. I did. Well, you know what's <laughs> right. going on. Yes. February seventh. February seventh. Open it up. Cannot wait. Ready to be back. So excited. Yes. Uh, and and Johnny just had vacation. How was your vacation? Yeah, it was great. We uh, went down south, spent some time with family. Um, I married a Heartland couple on the beach in Florida. Oh, that's a good one. Nice. Nice. That's great. They were supposed to get married here, and um, things kept changing. And so eventually they're like, you want to just meet us in Florida? And I was like, uh, (laughs) yep. Yeah. Yes, I do. (laughs) We'd love to do that. That's awesome. Gotta go work. Yeah, (laughs) it was for the Lord. Exactly. Like, Ash, we got to go to Florida for Jesus, you know, (laughs) do ministry. That's but awesome. yeah, but then you made a vacation of it. Which we did, yeah, really smart. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Because your in-laws, Ashley's parents, live down in Alabama. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, 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 down near Mobile, southern yeah, okay. Alabama. So nice. about forty-five minutes from the Gulf, which is great. And so that's yeah. a funny. That's a funny area. Just Why? the people. <laughs> They're kind of funny. They got bald peanuts. You know, they sell them on the street. What's a bald they, peanut? They have a What's bald. A, no, that's what they call it. It's boiled, but they're just like, here, I'm selling bald peanuts. I don't even know what that is. What <laughs> in the world are you talking Where about? Where do you go okay. in Florida? It's like, <laughs> you didn't see any of those stands? I didn't see those, but I will say I did buy pecans <laughs> in a gas station. Yeah. They were like... <laughs> In this like paper cone thing. Oh, like sugar. Oh, they oh were yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. 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 This gas station was huge. I think it might be the biggest one in the country. It's oh. like Bucky's oh. or something. <gasps> I love Bucky's. Do you? Yes. Oh, wow. They're from People Texas. just got really excited. Oh, my goodness. We love, oh, I love Bucky's. Like, we're going <laughs> is to it Dallas. Is a southern thing? It is. Oh, okay, okay. And they're, it's huge, but really clean. But you can get like 
home decor <laughs> and right. beef jerky what? and oil. It's the and Walmart of gas stations. It is, it's crazy, but the cinnamon rolls are so good. Yeah, like they the, were smoking brisket yeah, when I was there. It's oh really good. What is happening? It's <laughs> unbelievable if you ever have a chance. I know, it sounds so strange. They have an on-staff masseuse. There's a bowling alley. <laughs> it's, it's, we I love, think there was an arcade. We love Bobby's. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The biggest in the country, for real? That's incredible. I think they had 100 pumps or over 100 pumps. Yeah, wow. that's all of them. That's how yeah. they all are. So, I mean, we're going to Dallas in March to to go back where we used to live, and, like, that's on our list. Like, we will stop at Bucky's, Isn't that, so which funny. is so funny, but it's a thing. It's just a for thing. For the day. All right, kids, come on. Get your spending money. Dad's got his fanny pack. Here yeah, we go. Yeah, there's a whole toy section. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Oh, I love that. Stop for that's gas. Cool. Stay for everything else. Right. Bucky's. Smart. That's awesome. That's Their funny. mascot's a beaver. Yeah. Okay. It's true. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. Bucky's good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, great. Well, so, uh, John, do you are you like a New Year's resolution guy? Did you make any New Year's? Uh, not really, other than, I, I think I've told the church this before, but I have the same basic resolution that I will work out for like two to three months. So before, I just before the golf season. Yeah. Ends. So yeah, I just yeah, yeah. resolve like yeah. I'll I'll exercise January, <laughs> February, and maybe March, yeah. depending on the weather. But I love that. That's such that's, a good realistic commitment. Yeah, and I've done it for like four or five years now in a row, and it's great. <laughs> I keep it, I fulfill it, and then I give it up. And I'm like, well, the goal was to do it for two and a half months, and I did. Yeah. I think that's smart. Yeah, rather than just saying like completely changing your lifestyle. For the rest of my life. Right. Who commits to that? That's right. (laughs) Most of America, actually. (laughs) They're like January 1st. Everything's changing. So do you uh, work out at home or do you go to Princeton Club or something? Uh, Yeah, yeah. I go to the gym. So somehow we ended up with multiple gym memberships, which is a long story. It's because you're in such good shape. (laughs) No. You're just (laughs) mad. Yeah. So yeah, so, so I... Pick the gym, and it's been fun now this year, though, because my son, Beckham, who's 13, wants to work out, and so I've been oh, taking nice. him and teaching yeah. him how to lift. That's and nice, yeah. Yeah, that's been great. good. That's cool. Well-versed in the workouts. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I try for two months a year. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's fun. All right. Uh, great. So is there anything we need to know about opening up on February other than same same protocol, same like safety protocol? Yeah, so we'll welcome guests. 10 and up as okay. we start on February 7th. Seat reservations will start January 31st, so just a week prior. Okay. They'll open up, and then we hope to open up Heartland Kids sometime in March. Sweet. Um, but we need volunteers, so we're going yes. to plug that right now, that we need you. So You if all you... have had a year off <laughs> of not volunteering, <laughs> so even you're if... well-rested. It's time to jump back in. Yeah, but even if you've not been on the Heartland Kids team before, like you can... Absolutely start right now. And they give you everything. So it's yeah. not that you have to prepare things ahead of time or afterwards. Like they give you all the things. So you just kind of show up and they'll tell you exactly what to do. It's super easy and so rewarding. So yeah, I, we need you really honestly to, to be able to open up Heartland Kids. We need more volunteers. Yes. So And I was going to say, I feel like the the volunteering in Heartland Kids is seems the most intimidating and is actually the most fun of like any of the it seems like oh what do i have to i have to impart knowledge to it and like you said it's like no no no, all the content's provided you literally just have to show up and be fun and and anybody's capable of that so yes if i don't care who's listening right now we need you to sign up to hang out with kids because it's a blast and yeah the team supplies everything you just show up and 
hang out with kids. Yeah, and we so have two fun. services, so you'd serve one service and then be able to attend another service on the same morning. So yeah. it, the time commitment is so little, and like I said, it's just so rewarding, and those serve, kids will love it, and you will love it too, I'm serve sure. Serve with your spouse or significant other. Right. Make it a bonding thing. Or if you're single, great place to meet people, okay? <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm saying, we've, uh, had, we've had some marriages come out of, of folks who have volunteered and served together. <laughs> 608 Heartland Kids. Oh, that's true. Heck 608. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying yeah. it's that's uh So if you're interested, email info at heartlandsunprairie.com. Boom. We would love love to hear from you. Can't wait. Um, and we're going to be doing uh, we don't have a date yet, but once we are open in the building, we will be recording a live oh, in person yeah. podcast oh, on for a all of our fans right. on a weekend at some point. So that's not planned, Sign but Sign up that's for Heartland coming. Kids. We might give you a shout we out. We might uh, go through the volunteer <laughs> list just <laughs> day by day. Set a selling point, I don't know. <laughs> John, I have a question for you. For yeah. so I've been watching online and or just social media, seeing people tag us. We have a lot of people who have joined us who have never been to Heartland, the building. So, what would you say to those people about coming to Heartland? Maybe they don't have. Maybe they haven't been brave enough to come to a service. Take COVID out of it. They're just new. Thinking about engaging, what would you say to those people? Oh, man, I would say welcome. First of all, so pumped to have them. Um, so excited. And um, yeah, there's a spot for you. I would say that that come as you are. You don't need to worry about what you wear or yeah. look like or do. There's no you know systems or protocols that you need to know really ahead of time. Just show up, and there's going to be a team of awesome volunteers ready to greet you and answer your questions and show you around, give you directions to where you need to go, and um, just enjoy it. Just relax and know it's not a formal deal at all. We like to have fun. You know, we joke that we don't take ourselves too seriously. Um, and that's really true. We've proved that here on this podcast. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, many, if you're listening to this, right. you already know that. <laughs> yeah. That's true. So, but yeah, it's it's going to be incredible to be back in person. And for everybody who's been joining us online but hasn't had the chance to do that yet, I'm really excited to meet them and do church yeah. in the building with them. Yeah, it'll be awesome because there's quite a few. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, even in like the women's ministry, I was talking to Sarah and she was saying that so many people who are joining they've never been to a service here inside the building who are like joining her Bible studies. And that's so it's awesome. super cool. That's so yeah. cool. It's Love such it. a cool way to engage. Yeah. Are you like real involved in the women's ministry? Um, I'm real involved in everything. Okay. <laughs> As you know, yeah, you know, you know, yeah, my favorite stories are, are people who've come for the first time over the years and like dressed up and then they're walking in. They're like, Oh, that guy's in shorts and a Packers Jersey. And we're like, yeah, it's great. Come on in. You can wear it. Either Actually, way, it's great. One of my favorite stories is, isn't it true that you and Kurt, Carrie and Kurt, her, when the first weekend you came was Master's Weekend when I wore my dumb green jacket? Yeah. And that was, Kurt, Kurt was, was like, like oh, this I like is this our part. church. <laughs> like, we didn't hear, you know, we there didn't we hear the message yet. He's like, this is our church. That, so That yeah. pale redheaded kids wearing a dumb green <laughs> yeah, jacket. Yeah. We are coming back to make fun of him. That's but great. talking about reopening our doors, I do want to highlight, though, that we still have all of our online services, yep, right? Yep. So for those people that, you know, aren't ready to come back or are unable to come back, like our full Heartland service will still be online. Yep. So we're going to be still serving you that way. And um, just know that we will still love on all of our online people, too. So. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Digitally. Digitally. Digital right. love. Right. Oh, it's a good 90s <laughs> band. With their new hit single, Beta. 
Okay. Shoot, okay. I yeah. lost it. Okay. Uh, all right, so John, do you want to join us for a fun fact this week? Yeah, please. Carrie is bringing our fun yeah. fact question. So, Carrie, what do you got for us? So, I'm thinking. I, I I would assume that we all have these, right? Just things that might annoy us. So, the question is: oh. Are you ready for it? What's your biggest pet peeve? Oh, let's start off on a pessimistic note. Here oh. we go. <laughs> Just I've got a lot. I got to know. I know. Oh, yeah. Geez. You want me to go first? Yeah, go first. Because I had go a little ahead. bit I since I created the question. I, okay, I have a little bit more. So my, I, I have two that are just tied. Oh. I couldn't, I couldn't okay. choose. <laughs> One is when um, like you're in construction or in bad traffic mm-hmm. and somebody tries to come up on the left lane when oh, we're obviously yes. all yeah. merging over. That's terrible. I, it's terrible. Yeah. It's just, it's just not right. It's just not the right thing to right. do. And I cannot, I, I just, I, get, I cannot. I get happy when the semi trucks pull right. halfway. I've done that to before that. in my little like, Ford for Escape <laughs> because I can't stand it. <laughs> my little Ford Escape. You I'm are like, not no, going around us. I see you. I see you. Oh, I can't stand it. My other pet peeve is when, um, so I do the laundry in our family, as we know, and I cannot stand it when somebody puts clothes in the hamper inside out. Uh, oh, yeah. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because I have to be the one that then turns it right side out when I'm putting it away. Nope, not doing it. Yep. So, so you just throw it away. <laughs> like, no, nah. but the boys are the boys have been trained. We're working on Kurt. We're working on Kurt. But I can't stand it. I don't know why. It just it shouldn't bother me as much as it does, right? Because no, it I, takes just but it just takes me extra time. I'm already doing all the laundry. My tactic is but, I put it away inside out so that once they put it on, they have to be like, oh, this is annoying. Oh and I'm like, yeah, well don't Put it in the dirty laundry. I guess. Yeah, and my thing was, I I wash most of my clothes inside out on purpose. Well, I do on some things, right? Okay. Wait, why? That's a thing. Why? Yeah, it like helps with the color. Yes. And like if you have like a like a fading, yeah, like a graphic tee. Well, yeah. So I do on some things, but like I would think the friction inside out would be more. No. No. Mm -hmm. Again. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Mm -hmm. Anyway, know that to turn it. Turn it right side out. I don't know. It shouldn't bother me as much as it does. No, that's okay. You're allowed to be bothered by it. That's my pet peeve. All right. Who's next? That's good. Uh, uh, not all at once, guys. I don't have... I, I have too no, many. I, yeah. I'm too I angry. have a few. The one that's the most... The weirdest one that I have is... And it's it's just odd. Is I hate when people eat peanut butter and don't like immediately brush their teeth. And wash their and wash their hands? Yeah, everything has I to be... To say, you have to be rid... You have to be rid of all the <laughs> yeah, peanut butter. I, I, that, that peanut butter breath a, is a my real little, thing. Yeah, my it's little terrible. brother, actually, he was the best man at my wedding, and during his speech, he was like, yeah, um, Hannah, like, you don't know what you're getting into. Brent used to make me do weird things because we shared a room. He was like, I loved peanut butter sandwiches, and he would like... Like I would like physically like get so angry because he wouldn't brush his teeth right after he ate them, and he would try to come in the room. And I'm like, "You've got to brush your teeth. This is disgusting." <laughs> and it's been like that with Henry. If he eats a peanut butter and jelly, it is everything. I'm like gagging as I try to wipe him down and get it off his wow. hand. Oh, I hate the funny. smell. Of so it. really, it's just but I don't peanut dislike butter. peanut butter. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You kind of do. I, but the thing is, like, I could eat like a Reese's cup. <laughs> That's not peanut butter. That's come peanut on, butter. it's like no. candy. No. So yeah, yeah that's like the biggest like one. Butter. If that's I'm with butter. someone and I see them eating peanut butter, I'm like, oh, it's going to be nasty. And then they don't do anything about it. They just move about their day. <laughs> I, I, no. <laughs> Which is pretty <laughs> normal. normal right? like, they just act normally after they've eaten peanut butter. You got to brush your teeth. You got to wash your hands. Oh, wow. that's so interesting. That's yeah, a that's one. a weird one. Yeah. It is, but it, it just, ugh. 
I hate it. Well, good bringing, to know. Now I know. Peanut butter. I know. <laughs> those pe- full peanut butter <laughs> cups start, just open up the lid. Yeah. Let's just start <laughs> smearing it at places in his office. Oh, not see it. the worst. You know, under, <laughs> under shelves and stuff. You're like, does this smell like peanut butter in here? Like, I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love it. It's Interesting. Weird. I'm still thinking. Do you have yours, John? Yeah. Okay, so go I've got, I, I am funny with food. And um, oh. so my probably my biggest pet peeve is when I'm going to eat hot food that's now cooled down Ooh. to like lukewarm yeah. or cold food that's warmed up oh i hate that so much oh. so it's like a total thing kind of like the laundry for you carrie yeah, at yeah. our house like everybody knows like <laughs> when we're having dinner because we try to sit down at the table yes, a lot and eat too. dinner together mm-hmm. but i hate it when like the burgers are done or the chicken comes off the uh-huh. grill and it's just sitting there getting cold because we're waiting for the green beans to finish it's like <laughs> no way the whole family knows we're gonna eat this while it's hot and we'll get to the green beans whenever they're done oh, but get we're to not the table. waiting now now yeah, now i'm the like are, i give the, the kids like the, the, the 10 minute warning it's like hey the you know stuff's coming in off the grill in 10 minutes it's coming in in five. Be up here. It's coming in at three. And then if like it gets to zero and I'm like, the food is on the table. I'm like, start yelling. I'm like, where are you guys? Come on. It's hot. We've got to eat. It's getting cold. So they make fun awesome. of me. Yeah. That's great. That is awesome. You basically just are eating like a four course meal. Yeah, that's you're true. Just like, it comes out, hot, as soon right. as it's done, eating I'm eating it. Yeah. It's. I'll eat the rest when it's ready, but I'm not waiting. What's a food huh. that is cold that gets warm? Like, how does like that... just by sitting there? Yeah. Like so like, be... like uh, I don't know. Say you go to Subway and you like, mm-hmm. okay, okay, okay. I get like a cold cut combo, right? Yeah. 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 And then if you like end up waiting on all the kids to, you know, I'll, when we do that, I'll always make them all order first. So their sandwiches get made and they're, they're the ones <laughs> wow. sitting there yeah. while they make mine last. Uh-huh. So by the time we pay and we start eating, mine's Yours the freshest. Yours is still cold. Yeah. Oh. It's like... <laughs> Because I don't want that that lunch meat <laughs> warming up. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds this is like a your great pet, question. It sounds like your pet peeve is your kids. Really. <laughs> it's like they're interfering That's with true. all the food temperature. That's true. No, <laughs> That's no. Funny. That's funny. That's a good. One. I mean, gosh, I have I, I've had a lot, I have a lot that I've talked about in sermons before. The people standing too close behind me in line. That's not an issue now oh, with COVID. I'm such mm-hmm. a fan of the six feet. That should be, yeah. that's been my rule for 30 years is be six feet away from me all the time. <laughs> um, I think the like, one Like, do I'll, you turn around and like give people the eye, like step back? Oh, yeah. Oh. But I mean, I, I told a story where I was in a line, I was in line at an airport once and the woman behind me was so close. It happens like it happens mostly in restaurants where people are like super psyched to get yeah. their food. Oh, you know, or, uh-huh. or like a subway yeah. where you order it. And I'm like, yeah. bro, I got to order first before you can. But I was in line at airport and the one just, I was so close and I was like, I don't know what to do. And I dropped something accidentally and bent to pick it up and I hit her with my, my behind. I made contact. Uh-huh. And I, I, not on purpose, but I was like, I wanted to turn around and be like, that's, that's your fault. That's on you. I need at least yeah, yeah. enough space to bend over if I drop you knock it. Knock your feet Jeez. out from under if you bend over. I Serves just get you right. so uncomfortable. I'm yeah. like, Am I, are they going to kill me right now? Anyway. Uh, I'll go with a home one too. I, the, and you know, I don't want to single anybody out in my home who does this. Uh, but Lindsay, um, <laughs> no, she does this thing where, and I get it because, you know, we, we have a lot of trash and so, you know, we have a, she's an artist, so that produces a lot of trash. We have a five-year-old and then a, you know, fully dependent, medically complex nine-year-old. So we have a lot of trash, a lot of trash. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's a pet peeve of mine when Lindsay will take the garbage and put it on the trash can. What? Um, so She'll, you on know, top of the trash on can? top of the trash can 
Meaning when I then go to throw something away, it, it adds like 19 steps to the process. I can't just open the trash can and put my garbage in. I have to then put my garbage down and then take that garbage and take it off to then open it and then put the two back. I'm like, babe, just put it next to it. That would be better. Putting it on top of it now is preventing me from accessing the garbage to deposit my refuse. Because she doesn't want to open the lid? I don't know. You ask her. Uh, <laughs> you get, or, or don't. You that, get in a fight yeah, with probably her. Won't. Get in a fight probably won't. But that would bug me yeah, too. Yeah, so there's mm-hmm. there's uh, all over the house, there's trash on top of the can. And I'm like, this is, and especially we have one in Ava's room where it's just like the foot pedal. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can't use the foot pedal because then I would just <laughs> launch garbage into the room before I could put my own garbage. Catapults it I, onto <laughs> Ava's bed. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, hon, about the diaper. Right? That's Your on mom, mom though. Yeah. That's not on me. <laughs> I don't know why I jumped on it, but uh, really, I shouldn't. Yeah, so garbage on top. Top of the yeah. kid all the time it happens mm-hmm. all the time but you know she's good at other things so i, I let it slide let it slide all mm. the time and then i internalize it and vent about it on a podcast on a so, podcast yeah. right right that's yeah oh that's a good so one interesting yeah, yeah now we're thanks. all riled up and angry yeah stuff. so angry yeah, peanut so. butter Curry, you better turn out your shirt those were all good ones except for the peanut butter that's <laughs> stupid that's really dumb <laughs> people can eat peanut butter it's not so have to go true. into a decam- decontamination room <laughs> before they can could be you go shower and you go shower can you rinse this bleach in your mouth real quick before we have this meeting it's peanut butter, dude. <laughs> what do you do? All right. Who? Good. Good question, Carrie. I like thanks. it. John. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we will fun. have you back for sure. Uh, once uh, you know your schedule opens up, once the uh, autograph hounds can leave, once um, <laughs> you know we we uh, you, you're wearing your special pastor hat and robes, which is, <laughs> looks really good. Looks good on you. Uh, we're gonna have to stand up when he leaves the room, so we should probably. I'm just kidding. It is actually we do joke like even even in services when when one of us will be like Pastor Dugan or Pastor John, we're like who what why why you just, just, <laughs> yeah just, just not not the atmosphere here right right. I prefer to be called Duke Duke okay Duke 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 Duke. Have not said that? Dookie. I've heard that before. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. All right. Well, this concludes our section with the Archbishop Reverend Johannathan Peter the Apostle McMary. It's too much. Wouldn't that be cool if that was your middle name? Not Peter, but Peter the Apostle. <laughs> I don't even know what, what to say to that. How, what, what's how your real you middle name? Jonathan? Daniel. Daniel. Yeah. Oh, duh. Jonathan Daniel. First name. That's Jonathan. a nice name. That yeah. is a good name. I tried hard to uh, name my son Achilles. And Ash wouldn't go for that. Wow. That would, would, would have been a fun one. Oh. <laughs> I just would immediately think like, oh, he's got a weakness. What is it? That's just, that would be my natural go-to. What is it? What is it? He's, got, he's apparently got a really obvious weakness. I gotta go for it. Achilles, <laughs> the apostle. McNary. Wow. Wow. That, that, that would if have been If you did that, you really have set his future for him. He, <laughs> could, he right. couldn't have become like a tailor. You're like, you are going to work in some sort of weird religious role. <laughs> That's Hello, awesome. my name is Achilles the Apostle. <laughs> have Please to say it that way deposit every time. your cats as you enter. <laughs> you have to bring a cat to this church. Anyway, all right. Thanks, John, for thanks joining for joining us. Joining us. Yeah. Thanks uh, for thanks, guys. Thanks for leading our church and being the type of leader that you are to establish a, a culture where we can make fun of ourselves yep. and honor Jesus in the way that we do. I think that's honestly, so true. genuinely, that's so true. Wow. we that talk was a about really that good a lot. Statement. Well, that we really talk was. about that a lot. That the culture here is based on you know your leadership is very like 
as you said, we don't take ourselves too seriously, but we take the gospel seriously. And people notice that. It's like people, as they you yeah. know, start coming here, even attending online, like get that vibe. Yeah. Which unfortunately, you know, when I talk to people about Heartland, sorry, we're getting randomly really deep. When I talk to people about Heartland, one of the first things I say is like, there are no pedestals. You're very accustomed right. to going yes. to a church mm-hmm. and you got to sort of learn like, oh, where's, where's, who's on the pedestal? What's on the pedestal? What do I have to be real careful around? And here it's like nothing. You like you said, you wear what you would normally wear, and yeah. we're gonna joke like we normally joke, and then we're gonna passionately talk about the gospel the way that we passionately talk about the gospel. But we're not. There's no pretense here of like we as staff members of a church are any different than anybody else. Yeah, well, so. and I think too, like when we do these big events, and you know, kind of maybe at the la- the the you know ninth hour, right? Right before it's it's starting, we might all be, you know, rolling trash cans around. I mean, that was something oh, that yeah. I remember with John when we first kind of opened. We're rolling trash cans around and hanging signs and it was all of us doing that. Um, you know, as a staff, it's like it didn't matter who it, all hands on deck. I don't care yeah. what role you're doing, but we're all like going to get this done and get this together, you know, in that last hour before, before it, you know, we all just come together. And I think that's, that's really cool. Again, just yeah. no pedestals. We're yeah. all just like in it for the the same reason to, to have this great event or great service or whatever it might be. And <laughs> before we had a staff, uh, John was doing all that. Yeah. <laughs> John would uh, roll the trash, clean the toilet, go preach a sermon, come out, volunteer in the kids room, uh, vacuum the auditorium and go home. So John's really glad we're all here. So it's not just you doing it all. Yeah, but I mean, just everybody just lends a hand. It, again, yeah. it doesn't matter what role, and I I love that. So we do laugh. We do, and again, I think this is great. We laugh a lot at like the term job description. Right. So like, well, here's kind of what you're supposed to do, but there's you know sometimes you might not get around to that, and somebody else will pick it up. And there's a lot of other things we probably do that we don't want to write down, so, which I think is great. I think that's <laughs> yeah. so, so great. true. Yeah, that yeah. should be the really in any job. Be like, our mission is to accomplish you know the goal of the the organization yeah and you know you sort of stay in your lane but if you got to do some other stuff great there's that's fine and yeah you're right that there's none of that here there's no hard lines in the sand all right we're done complimenting john great okay. all right. <laughs> good job all right. you sure you don't want me to stay a little, <laughs> a little longer we could keep going if you guys have time your hair looks good hair looks good i like the flannel just you know, all right uh john thanks for joining us man we'll have you we'll have you on again soon for sure all right there was john mcnary jonathan Johanathan okay. Dolores McNary. Uh, good guy. He's one of, my, one of my best friends. I love him. Uh, okay, now, so we're skipping our, our quick tip. Sorry, folks. Everybody's just turning off the podcast now. What? No quick tip. This is the only reason I listen. Um, because <laughs> we, we all had the fun facts. So I want to share a quick scripture, and then we'll, uh, we'll sign off. So I've been thinking about this verse for a while, and this is just, it's a really well-known verse. It's the origin of the golden rule. Anybody that has, you know, knows the golden rule. But in Matthew 7, 12, Jesus said, uh, so in everything, do unto others what you would have them do to you, for this sums up the law of the prophets. So two things I've been thinking about. The first one is the end of that sentence is just massive. The fact that Jesus can sum up the entire Torah, which is to the Jewish people, their entire scripture, the first five books of the Bible, where God instructs his people on how to live, how to live the best life possible based on how he created them, that we are his children. Um, so the idea that that one you know one single sentence can sum up that is incredible. But the main thing I was thinking about is this idea of, you know, we say a lot like treat others the way you would want to be treated. And I was thinking how so often the way I've interpreted that is uh, like, okay, I'm gonna treat others nicely. I'm gonna treat others um, to like the bare minimum of what is kind. 
And yet, so often I simply say, well, I'm going to treat others the way I've been treated versus mm. I'm going to treat others the way I would want to be treated. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it's like this real mm -hmm. subtle difference where sometimes I've thought, well, you know, it's a little bit of like, well, eye for an eye and, and tooth yeah. for And uh -huh. so it's a little bit like, well, you were, were you know, smart mouth to me. So I'm going to be a little bit smart mouth to you. Or, you know, even if I'm being real candid, it's like even with, you know, my kids sometimes like oh. Phoenix, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, well, I want to dish it back to you. So you know how it feels. But uh -huh. the sentence is just, for whatever reason, has just been stuck in my head of Jesus saying, no, no, no. The, the way that you, you treat others is how you would want to be treated, yeah. which, you know, we're all innately selfish human beings, which is like the highest standard yeah. of wanting to be treated that way. So anyway, that's just been rattling around my head a little bit is challenging me to say, okay, I want to, I want to not just in response, but treating people if I were in their position, whether they're yeah. somebody in traffic or somebody taking mm -hmm. my order or a good friend or somebody that just hurt me or my spouse or my kid, you know, I want to treat that or the annoying neighbor. <laughs> like I want to treat that person flipping the script and going, how would I want to selfishly be treated by them and then filter that into my behavior and my words and my thoughts and wow. my actions. Anyway, so that's just been like rattling in my head a whole bunch about yeah. it. That's it's not good. treat others the way I am treated. It's right. treating others how I And sometimes I you make those decisions not even consciously, For real. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh -huh. it comes out and you're like, oh, that in fact, feel right. In fact, subconsciously, I, you know, we probably do the eye for an eye, we probably do like, oh, well, this is fair. Yes. This yes. is even. This yes. is even. Versus, right. Well, wait, how, I mean. would I, how yeah. would I want, if I was mm -hmm. benefiting myself to the highest degree, what would uh -huh. I want to happen? That's what I need to project in my behavior. Yeah. My I not to get all Enneagram, but mm. part of my Enneagram is one of the things is like I'm very, and it's so true, I'm just very justice oriented. So fairness feels like... Yes always has to be like it's like the number one thing even if i'm in the wrong i'm like yep that's fair like you deserve to do that like i did this yeah. and you did this and mm. i totally get it i wouldn't even be mad about it but yeah i yeah just hearing you say that i'm like gosh that is hard it's a lot harder than because everyone is like yeah love others you know you should mm -hmm. love others but it's like the um action of that is a lot harder than saying it because sometimes justice doesn't feel yeah, sometimes in your mind, justice feels like eye for eye versus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we, because fair, the fair thing and the right thing aren't always the same. Yes. It seems right. like they should be. Correct. And we think right. they are, but the fair thing. And we thing, want them to be always. Yeah. But yes. But the fair, right. Which, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, not to get all cosmic, but it's like we are all the benefactors of, of that unfairness mm -hmm. yeah. in the fact that Christ. Totally. Took our sin unnecessarily, right. you know, without any of his own sin, you know. Anyway, so yeah, blessed because of that. So great, something to like thought. chew on and yeah. think yeah, yeah. about. Good. All right. Well, uh, let's get to our final segment. We got the Heartland four one one. Okay, so we've covered actually a lot of the things. We talked about yeah. the reopening. Yes. Uh, we talked about Brent's playlist. We talked about the 30-day uh, email. Yeah. So the other plan. thing is that um, the No Regrets Men's Conference is yeah. coming up on February 6th. Yep. And it's a... Yep. Yep. The 6th. Right. Yes. Because we're opening it's the It's all online. All digital. It is all online. Yep. You can um, stream it individually, or we would love for you if you've got some buddies and want to host yeah. a watch party. So um, head to our website. Um click connect and or go to ministries and click men's or go to our calendar of events and there's so many ways just so click many ways we're just trying and you'll sign to up get for the you conference. to every yeah <laughs> if but you go to google and just okay. click any button you I'm will just, be signed up we're just making sure that everybody knows where to find it at but um it has all the details and it's going to be an amazing conference yeah. and um 
yeah, you should sign up. All right. All right. Anything else? We good? I think that's it. Brent, you good? Wow, great podcast. It was a yeah. great one. Blessing you again. You still I mean, like, as we pat ourselves on the back, oh, that was a great awesome. one. That is we so are good. so great. <laughs> I was mainly referring to John. Oh, okay. People right. are going to I mean, like me too. Me well, too. we're going to take the mic that John used and send it to the Smithsonian. So they'll have that. <laughs> okay. So it'll never be used again now that John's uh, holy spittle is on it. <laughs> that should be the title of his book, Holy Spittle. Okay. The John McNary story. <laughs> oh man we're gonna have him back he's great we're gonna, we're gonna have him back again all right well thanks for joining us we'll see you next this was a little longer episode but worth it there was some good stuff in here for sure we'll we'll trim it down we're gonna edit uh carry out okay uh thanks <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> thanks I'm... you guys for joining us we'll see you next time oh wait i messed that up shoot every I, time i now. screw up the ending a lot man all right i gotta do this again all right take two hey thanks for joining us until, until next time, time. Thanks for joining us. Feel free to send any questions or comments to info at heartlandsunprairie.com with podcast in the subject line. If you have any questions or if there is anything that we can do to serve you, please head to our website, weareheartland.us.